Welcome to Animoa, the animated movie watch. I'm Birdie. I'm Beffers. And today's episode is Kiki's Delivery Service. We pick our movies from the list of animated feature films on Wikipedia. Any movie with a theatrical release that has a critic's rating of over 50% on Rotten Tomatoes will get its own episode here on Animoa. And we're watching these films in chronological order. 1989. It is 1989. We are nearing the end. The end of, of an era. Time. <laughs> the end of time. Because <laughs> time stopped existing in the 90s? What? It's the land before time. Oh, I mean, I guess we did just sort of, okay. Yeah, so now it's right. after time. Ah, yes, indeed, indeed. But uh, we, we, we are back in Miyazaki time, which is a time on all of itself. Yeah. You know, like it's it's got its own pacing. It's got its own vibe. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited to talk about that. But mm. first... We're drinking drinks. We got the juices. Uh, yeah, today's a juice day, it would seem. What do you have there? I got a mango smoothie. Ooh, nice. I, I, I also, there's mango in mine, too. Oh, but it's like mango, pineapple, lemon, orange, I think. It's like a bunch of different vitamin C. Goodness. <laughs> it's like going to yeah. bomb my system. Same here. Uh, uh, we can clink those two glasses right there. Yeah, let's clink these guys, because uh, yeah. yours is not a, it's a clinky glass. Beautiful. Oh, the resonance. I'll oh. take that back. I'll take that, back. I'll take that over here. <laughs> you just have an extra glass just Look. in case you need to clink. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's definitely why that glass is sitting on my desk and not just because I was too lazy to take it to the sink. Um, yeah. Mm. Anyway, Kiki's Delivery Service. Yes. Gosh, I mean, I, I think right away, um, I need my pencil back first oh, of all. Oh, Because hey. um, I need to hold my pages open. You had already said that you had a story about how you oh. had never seen this all the way through before yeah weird i like this movie without having seen it all the way through before (laughs) because like yeah that we we had talked about at one point like oh yeah you really like this movie and i like i have retained that so i was like oh cool yeah i'll I'll just interview buffers for this and uh (laughs) and then you tell me like oh yeah that was the first time i saw it all the way through i'm like wait what (laughs) so back in i don't know middle school high school Mm. i tried to watch this Mm. it was an english dub and the oh. voice of Gigi annoyed me so much that I just stopped the movie entirely. I don't know who the hell played this Gigi, but oh. It, oh my gosh. I looked up the English dub, you know, when I was choosing which version of this movie. Yeah. It is still so annoying. It's Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. I Fuck you, Phil. What? But Phil Hartman. I know it's Phil Hartman, but this voice. He fucked up, I know. This voice was horrible. Yeah. And you compare it with the, the Japanese and Gigi's voice is so sweet. Yeah. Uh, that is one of my notes because I remember hearing the, the Phil Hartman version. I'm, again, sorry, Phil, but this was just, this was a not not good. When you know what the original is supposed to sound like. It's or, just, even if you even don't if know you what don't. the original. Even if you don't. It was yeah. that bad. It was that annoying. <laughs> Oh my god. So now we so, did watch it in the Japanese. Yeah, and I I sought out a DVD just so we can watch it in Japanese because it's currently streaming on HBO but it's only English. What the fuck? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, just just this watching stuff in the original language is just generally better anyway. Yeah. Mm, we're purists. <laughs> but but yeah. also Gigi is really super cute. Oh my god, that is, so cute. Yeah, Gigi was played by Rei Sakuma. Aww. Love, love you. Yeah, <laughs> you did a great job. Okay, so yeah, I was wondering, like, how, what? How would you know you would like it if you what? When, <laughs> well, it's funny. I knew I would like it because of Gigi. Oh, <laughs> there's a cute little black cat. Kiki's also adorable. She is, and it's a Miyazaki movie, so you you know you have to like all of them. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's definitely got um, Miyazaki has different tones that 
movies that he'll have. Like there are definitely the more epic ones and then there's like more slice of life ones. This falls into that category. But how would you compare it to Totoro, which I know you really like? I think they have more similarities than differences in terms of like just we're seeing uh, there's not like a huge amount of conflict. There's some conflict. It's it's just sort of like following a character as they kind of just exist a little bit more than like, you know, something like Princess Mononoke where it's like, oh, my God, fighting and craziness. I think with Totoro and Kiki, the stakes aren't as wide sweeping like mm. it's not as world building more it's, personal yeah more personal yeah yeah they're definitely they're they are similar they, they do have that do you do you like one more than the other like how do you feel now that you've seen kiki's delivery service all the way through <laughs> kiki versus totoro yeah oh maybe kiki yeah 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 i mean that's that's my feeling but you already know how i felt about totoro yeah. but yeah as someone who does like totoro <laughs> a yeah. lot that's 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 impressive Go Kiki. <laughs> I mean, it's a very cute film. It's it very sweet. It's very, it's it's earnest. And like, you really feel for her and you can like kind of s- relate to her. I feel like did, there, there's a lot going on there. Like it's, it's more than just like, oh no, she's just gone out on her own and she's just struggling to adapt to a new world. Haha. <laughs> it's like, no, there's like depression and stuff. Like it's a lot. Yeah. When you, like, I, I was realizing that because it had been a long time since I'd seen it myself. I saw it probably around the same time that I was watching a lot of the Miyazaki films, kind of like catching up and being like, well, who is this? Wow, I like these movies. Yeah. But I only saw it the one time. Mm. And all I remember was like, yes, she's a witch. She flies around and there's a cat. And maybe I remember the dirigible kind of, sort of. I remembered the kid. I remember Tombo because mm-hmm. of his shirt. Like, it was just like little flashes I kind of remember, but I didn't remember the plot. And like, fair enough, I guess, when you think about like, it's sort of just little kind of vignette sort of feelings and stuff. But yeah, I had forgotten about how she kind of loses her magic and kind of yeah. gets that burnout and everything and just kind of stops. Yeah, she has quite a long year. Yeah. So much happens. Yeah. And yeah. on an emotional scale. Yeah, for like somebody who's, you know, 13 versus like those of us who have to deal with that kind of shit as adults. It's like, oh man, this poor kid. <laughs> so this was based on a book yeah. called Kiki's Delivery Service by Eiko Kodono. And I think the movie's better. That because, was going to be another question. Yeah, the movie has a lot more plot. With the book, it's a lot more vignettes. Like, oh, mm-hmm. she does this errand, and then she does this errand, and each of them, each of the errands have their problems, and we just watch her figure it out. Okay, okay. And then, you know, by the end, she does get to go home. She finishes her year. But there isn't okay. as much conflict in the book. Okay. Oh, yeah, that, my, my question was going to be, like, yeah, what was different, what was better, and what was improved upon? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, both were very good at setting up like the rules of, you know, when you're a witch, you leave mm-hmm. at 13, you find a town, you have to make it on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that aspect. Yeah. But no, for the rest of the book, I was pretty bored. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Aw. Eh, well, it, hey, it was a basis for something then greater, apparently. So yeah, that's good. The book also has uh, Osono and the bakery. 
Oh, yeah. And she has the baby right away. But I knew in the movie that they'd wait till the end just because babies are complicated in movies. (laughs) Babies are complicated. (laughs) And they also have uh, Tombo, who's just obsessed with flying. And he has some kind of weird crush slash conflict with Kiki. It's really cute. Yeah. It it was more... There was less... There was less conflict in the movie with him and Kiki, but it it they it made out to be more of a conflict from her end than yeah. his end. Like I was just like, stop being so mean to him. He's just being friendly. <laughs> he's a little annoying, but not like he's not mean. He's just a, a giant clueless nerd. Yeah, yeah, he's just a big old nerd. Obviously, it all works out in the end, but yeah, and and I think that was when I was realizing like, oh, this is. This is actually depression, isn't it? Where she's like pushing people away and sort of isolating. And I'm like, oh no. Uh oh. <laughs> Poor Kiki. Yeah. And when you strike out on your own, that tends to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because it's like so much is overwhelming and everything changes and it's just like trying to adapt to that. Yeah. Oh, and I love her support system with the, the couple who runs the bakery. Yes. Oh and, my God. Yeah. They didn't feature the, the dad so much in that. The, the um, Osano's husband. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love him. He's amazing. There's something about like the look and the 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 way he acts and just quiet but caring kind of thing. Yeah, yeah it's great. <laughs> we just talked about the whole movie. Did we, we just know? did. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We can expand. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, do you want to talk about specific characters? Yeah. And just kind of go down the line as usual. Sure. All right. Let's uh, let's start with Kiki. She's adorable. Yes, she is. <laughs> and, and you know, I, I, I really... At, at first, before she had the dress and the, like, the bow and the dress, that kind of iconic look, I was just like, boy, she just looks like another Miyazaki heroine, doesn't yeah. she? <laughs> just, oh, boy, another one. But then, yeah, it's something about the clothes just sort of make it like, oh, yeah, there she is. <laughs> you like her? Yeah. I, I like how she was ogling those red shoes. Oh, I could have sworn she bought them in the end. I guess I don't know. Did, did we were we were watching like the the stuff that was happening during the credits, and I don't remember seeing her like go back to them, mm-hmm. or if she maybe maybe she was wearing them. Like I, she was already wearing red shoes, so maybe yeah. it'd be harder to tell. But yeah, I don't know. I did notice that she was still riding the same broom that she borrowed from the guy to to help go Aww. save Tombo. It's the same. Um, the short broom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was really cute that that I, becomes her broom. Though. Yeah. I love the way she interacts with her brooms. Yeah. Like, like, when she starts out on her mother's broom, she smacks it like a horse. And yeah. in the book throughout, she describes uh, brooms' personalities like they're horses. Yeah. No, that's such a great world-building detail, yeah. um, both in, sounds like, the book and in the movie. Because you, you totally get that feeling that, yeah, this is like a steed with a mind of its own mm-hmm. and it's gonna like have a different vibe with a rider depending on how they treat it or how they just are with it and i like how her quote-unquote specialty is flying but she's still not the best at it yeah yeah you know it's she's doing her best man <laughs> and uh i found I could really relate to the whole thing where it's like she she says at one point that she doesn't really think about flying for fun and how it's kind of part of her job. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, boy, someone who does their hobby for a job art. And it's just like, yeah, it kind of can suck the fun out of it. And mm-hmm. it, 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 it does suck. And I definitely feel that like 
that creative burnout that she was kind of experiencing, like that comes and goes. I've definitely experienced that. So I really, really relate to Kiki. Mm -hmm. And for that matter, the striking out on one's own kind of thing where it was just like out of college going and being by myself in like a different part of the state and then moving across the fucking country and mm -hmm. being alone for a few months until you came out here. Yay. <laughs> but yeah. Wait, am I, am I your broom? No. no. Okay. No. <laughs> you have a black cat. I do. Where's your broom? I have a, I have a Swiffer. Oh, dear. Well, that explains a lot. <laughs> flying around on a Swiffer. Now I think of, like, Hocus Pocus, like, flying on vacuum cleaners and shit. Anyway, anyway. But, yeah, no, I, I find her a very relatable little character. And one of those few, like, protagonist characters that I actually am like, I, I like you. I'm rooting for you. Mm -hmm. I... Good character. Although I, I did write down the note, why you gotta be at one point when she was having one of her like pushing people away moments until I wrote down, I was like, oh wait, I, I know what this is. <laughs> how yeah. about um, how her artist friend was describing, um, you know, getting <sighs> burned out from drawing and then oh, yeah. having to take a break. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, that, I think that was the part that made it clear to me like, oh shit, yeah, this is all connected. This is what Kiki's feeling. This is what anybody can feel i mean i'm i'm sure you felt it too like whether it's a creative thing or even just work all at the same time right now oh cool all Yay. Yay. high five we do <laughs> <laughs> in case you couldn't tell from that that was not a very exuberant high five <laughs> they kind of just met <laughs> anyway no that like that character speaking of that character I, her name was ursula Oh, which is really funny. <laughs> we'll tell you why next episode. Yeah. <laughs> no, I guess we can tell you now. We'll, we'll watch it. Yeah, it's a big hint. Yeah, okay. You know, we'll, we'll leave it at that. We'll okay. leave it at that. They'll figure it out. <laughs> no, but it's a little early to talk about the character because we're usually going in order. But I guess we can talk about matter. her. Whatever. Um, I like her. She reminds me a few of a few artist friends I have where she's like, yes, I will paint this huge picture and I also know how to sew and I... I, I like the camping. Yeah. It's like a renaissance person. Just yeah. like, I do all the things. It's like, I wish I were that. I can't do all the things. <laughs> but yeah. No, I, I, I like how when we are just on the freaking roof, just <laughs> drawing birds. Yeah. It's like, what a, what a great intro. She's in the zone. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. she cannot be interrupted. She's like, I'll, I'll talk to you in a minute. I got I to gotta get this bird drawn. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I feel that. <laughs> And then, like, the the turning point that she sort of creates by coming and visiting Kiki mm -hmm. in town and then, like, pulling her away from everything. And like, okay, okay, take a breath. Let's do this. Let's hang out. And I'm sure it, it, it does help in the end. Absolutely. To a certain extent. Yeah. Yeah. Resting always helps. <laughs> Resting? <laughs> What's that? Anyway, hey, let's talk about Gigi because we, Gigi. we both just want to talk about Gigi, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. It, Gigi is a void with cute eyes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like the little uh, dust bunny spirits just blown up into cat form. Yep. <laughs> um, I love the way he moves. Mm -hmm. I love the way he rides the broom. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's some great little animation touches with Gigi and like, you know, they've looked at cats, you know, they've watched cats because yeah. like. This is impressive cat work. <laughs> and he's so tiny, though. So tiny. It's like, 
itty bitty kitty. Um, Here's a fun fact about my recent Gigi experience when I was uh-oh. making sure that the streaming Kiki's delivery service was in English versus mm-hmm. Japanese. Um, I got Gigi's voice stuck in my head. And then I tried to pick up the novel, and that voice was still stuck in my head. No! So I had to overcorrect in my brain and use the voice of Salem from Sabrina the Teenage oh, Witch. Oh, my God. Okay, that's... And, and it worked. <laughs> I mean, Gigi's kind of a snarky character anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's, I mean, something about witches' familiars. <laughs> Just maybe snarky black cats. That's what I imagine my cat would sound like if, if she were talking to me. <laughs> oh, I think she'd sound kind of like Gigi. Aw. That would be very cute. But yeah, no, no, no. What a what an interesting little character he is because he's like, yeah, he's a witch's familiar. So he serves this kind of support function, mm-hmm. I guess. And then there's this whole development where she can't hear him anymore. He's just talking like a, like a cat. He just sounds like a cat to her. And then, you know, that's when she's like losing her powers and everything. And then at the end, when she can fly again, jumps up. And he's still meowing like a cat. Yeah. And it's apparently this has been confusing for a lot of people. Oh. It's not just us. When, like you were like, he's dizzy. She doesn't hear him again. Like at the end, you sound so upset. I'm like, well, I think it's just like a metaphor for growing up. Right. And I think that is what Miyazaki's intent was. Mm. Like, apparently he was this like sounding board or whatever. Um, this, this, this wise voice of reason for her. And then she lost that, and then she gained that maturity and that wisdom, and then she no longer needed him to be able to talk to her. Mm. It's like, I get that, but it's also kind of sad. Because it's like, she should be able to talk to her familiar. Isn't that a witch thing? Like, it seemed like just a witch thing. And if, if it's like the same kind of thing that lets her fly, then why would she not be able to talk to him anymore? I don't know. Well, we also had another theory that Gigi lost his ability to speak because he had that lady friend. That's so true. he moved on to his more animal instincts. He grew up in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> they both grew up and matured. Wink. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got kids. Yeah. We see. Oh, and then we see, like, one of his kids is a little black cat, and then Gigi, like, trains the cat to ride on a broom. Except it does fall into that same, like, trope that when there's there's two pets and they have kids, there's always one that looks like one of the parents, and the rest always look like the other, and it's usually... The, the, the not outcast, but like, oh, this is the, the clumsy one, or this is the funny one, or it looks like the dad, but all the rest of them look like the mom. And it's just like, it always does that. And it did it again. And at first I was like, oh my God, rolling my eyes so hard. But then it's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, but it's cute and tiny. And like the very last shot, I see the little baby one like yawn. And I was like, Aww. ah, screech. <laughs> Oh, I, I love the both cats, <laughs> Gigi and the, the kid, and 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 I'm sorry, all the cats. Then the, the the girlfriend, Lily, was it? I think it was Lily. Yeah. And then there was like the stuck up cat that was uh, on the other witch's broom, <laughs> just ramrod straight back, like, whoa, look at you. Yeah. yeah, it's cute. I like how he kept saying, "Ah, so stuck up." <laughs> and that mirrors uh, Kiki's experience. With other girls her age. Because she's going through puberty and she already feels like an outcast. It's all connected. Mm -hmm. Wow. (laughs) Great stuff. Who else? Tombo? Uh, Let's do Tombo. Sure. 
He's he's really <laughs> likable little nerdy kid. I I mean I can see where somebody might be like, eh, he's kind of annoying. He's he, kind of pushy. He but. is kind of annoying. But what really makes what really sells that is his friends jeering him. Yeah. He's like, oh Tombo, another yeah. lady. <laughs> but but he just seems so like. I, I think before I said this was a very earnest movie. I think he's a very earnest character. Yeah. Like he's just genuine. He 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 really does want to hang out with her. He's really interested in like, wow, you're a witch. This is so cool. And like, oh, I want to show you my flying machine. Let's go for a ride. Let's do it. And he's just always super into everything and yeah. exuberant. And probably that doesn't help if you are feeling a bit depressed though, because it can be a little bit much. Yeah. Like I don't know if I can handle this right now. And then yeah, I guess she gets kind of freaked out by the fact that all those other friends are there and yeah she kind of pushes away but anyway well tomba <laughs> was one of them this the snotty girl who didn't want the granny's fish pie i don't know okay but fuck that girl yeah. in particular <laughs> but yeah tombo i like him you do you like him pretty much yeah he's a little thirsty <laughs> <laughs> a little he's in the book or is he he not? is in the book okay. and uh, I don't recall the movie talking about how Kiki's mom and dad met. Mm. They met when Kiki's mom first showed up to the village when she was going through her 13-year-old oh. ritual. And the dad was interested in witches in general, and so that's oh. how they met. And so they, they really lay that out in the book. And so when Kiki meets Tombo, you... It's more obvious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they mentioned the movie very briefly. Like, oh, you remember you when your mom showed up to the village? I, th- I think they just started like a throwaway line, mm-hmm. not really going into like his interest in witches. Yeah. So yeah, that's really cute. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an interesting little extra. <gasps> Can we talk about the dad now? <laughs> uh, the Kiki's, her, Kiki's dad. Kiki's dad. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there's a part in both the book and the movie where Kiki's about to leave. And she says, oh, Dad, can you pick me up like you used to? Yeah. I had to put the book down and just calm down for a little. Aww. Like, oh, you know, you miss getting picked up by your parents. And <laughs> you're, you know that childhood is passing you yeah. by. Aw. I was mostly just thinking, like, you're 13. Come on. No. <laughs> 13. 13, you're, you're in a very in-between stage. I'm just imagining being picked up at age 13. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe at like ten, I could see saying that, but eh, it's it's it's, it's poignant because yeah, she's leaving. Mm-hmm. So for sure, for sure. Meanwhile, I my my note for the dad was just oh hi dad from Totoro. Oh yeah, he is. It's like the <laughs> exact same look, <laughs> just slightly different hair color. Maybe I think I don't know. <laughs> Thought that was funny. Yeah. And then the mom, since Their we're mom. we're talking about the her family now. Yeah, her specialty is um, potions and cures. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I liked that. No, it was. Uh, a good way to introduce her, just like right there, mixing stuff up, mm-hmm. like boom, right off the. She's a witch. Okay, it runs in the family. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> they explained it in words too. <laughs> yeah, but you can see it. You can see yeah. it just instantly. Uh, anyway, back to I guess like her town, Kiki's town. Let's talk about uh, Os- Osono. Osono. Yeah. The, yeah. The woman who works at the bakery. Yeah. I love her. Me too. <laughs> what did I write down? Ozono really is a lovely lady. <laughs> just like, you know what? I like you a lot. It's yeah. like she's just like, like you said, perfect support system. Mm-hmm. Is there when Kiki needs her to be there desperately? Yeah. Yep. As it turns out, really, really fun character too. Like her, just laughing at everything, just 
full of life. Yeah, it's like she's already a mom, even though she hasn't had her first yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's you know that, yeah, she's going to be good at this. Yeah. (laughs) Her husband, we never really get his name, do we? I mean, I'm looking at a cast list right now, and I'm going to guess which one it could be. Maybe. Possibly, yeah. It it doesn't really seem at first that he knows what's going on, but he does. (laughs) Yeah. He knows Gigi's there, and he's like, okay, so we have... We have some new people living with us. Okay, <laughs> we can work with this. And and the way he quietly shows his concern and interest by, like, standing at the window and waiting and watching and stuff. It's yeah. so cute. I, I like his design. Yeah. There's something about it. It's a very basic design, mm-hmm. but it works for him. Yeah, just sort of, like, strong, quiet kind of character. Yeah. It just looks like it. <laughs> And you have to be strong for to work at oh, bakery. Oh, sure. I bet he got those muscles from kneading bread. Oh, yeah. Who else? I mean, um, the grandma of the the one girl and her... Oh, the fish pie? The, the fish pie the, lady. The yeah. herring and pumpkin, was it? Yeah. Ugh. Oh, no. I know it's pumpkin season, lady, but please, yeah. no. Don't don't add fish to that. What are you thinking? I mean, I'm sure you put a lot of love into it. Trader Joe's is writing things down. No! Don't do it. Not everything works with pumpkin. But yeah, it's her and I I guess like... You're like a housekeeper, uh, Housekeeper, yeah, okay. Who is basically Dola. Basically, <laughs> yeah. This kind of looks like her. and like She's has, wearing the pink dress yeah. and she's really interested in dirigibles. Yeah, that's right. Oh my God, she gets... <laughs> so into it too it's so funny <laughs> this is what dola does when she's retired she just works for an old lady and she's a little senile so she doesn't understand the concept of tv but she knows she likes flying things yeah she remembers she remembers glory days yes yes i have this worked out <laughs> i like this this headcanon very much it's just retired dola and she went by the name well the, the subtitles had bertha which i don't think would work in Japanese. No, no, they just pronounced it in a way that they could. Okay. Yeah. The Versa or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, regardless, I really like these old ladies. At first, I was just sort of like, where are we going with this? Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot, you know, what it all amounted to. But yeah, it ends up, they, they come back, obviously, which is great. But the fact that it leads to the granddaughter, the ungrateful granddaughter in that sequence with Kiki, like delivering that and just mm-hmm. having to have... Having to be in the middle of that yeah. while she worked so hard to get that package to be there at the expense of her own life. Like, you know, she was going to go to a party. Yeah. And instead, she takes this thing to this ungrateful bitch's party. (sighs) See, I can understand being a teenager and not really wanting something from your elders but she just keeps going on and on about yeah it. he's like i need the signature please can i go yeah and kiki had a really bad day oh my god she did and she she like flew through the rain to get it there and the fact that the girl first thing she says like "Ooh, but it's wet it's like it <laughs> probably isn't because she was protecting that shit with her dress like, it's inside a vessel <laughs> yeah understand Come on shut the fuck up just give it to your parents <laughs> yeah so yeah no old ladies are great I, I, I do love the reaction to the TV later when she's like, yay, something exciting's happening. And it's like this horrible tragedy and disaster. And she's like, oh boy. <laughs> and then the, the reception cuts out and she's like, oh, they always stop at the best part. <laughs> I love that. She's just kind of not quite maybe understanding. No, this is real. The stakes are real. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> and then 
when Tombo flies away with the dirigible, the announcer's like, oh, the humanity. <laughs> and we were already making Hindenburg jokes before We were. That. We were. Oh, boy. <laughs> Trying not to, but it's hard not to. <laughs> hard not to. It was a tragedy, but... Yeah. Oh, the humanity. <sighs> the humanity, indeed. Let's see. Who else is there? Um, lots of small characters that make like maybe one or two scene appearances you know like like all tombo's friends you've got the old man in the clock tower who has like all of like two lines and he just <laughs> looks like every other oji son in, in a miyazaki movie it's yeah. like ah oh, yes it's the old man from the mines in laputa like i mean it's just they're all the same how about the dog that that little boy has <gasps> jeff jeff that's his name his name was jeff <laughs> and he's a very good boy i love at first, it's just really cute. And then you realize that, oh, yeah, Gigi can talk to animals. So he knew what they, like, they were conversing. Like, he was helping him. Like, at first, it just, I thought it was just like, oh, the dog likes the cat. And he's protecting <laughs> the cat because he knows it's a real cat. <laughs> oh, no, they're talking. But yeah, the whole the, the whole time the animation on the dog is just so great. I, like, the slow tail wag. Yes, that detail. Just... He's, he's a good old boy. Good old boy, yes. Yeah, they, they say he's very old. And he just moves very slowly and blinks very slowly and sniffs very slowly. <laughs> very deliberate old boy. <laughs> good doggo. Hmm. How about the crows? Oh, shit, those fucking crows. <laughs> I love when they're just like right in the face like... <laughs> um, yeah, they don't fuck with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially the mama birds. No, 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 no. <laughs> Even if it's an accident, they don't care. And then it follows Kiki yelling, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Almost 100%. <laughs> Very colorful vocabulary crows. <laughs> if any bird would. <laughs> and then they keep coming back. Oh my god. Yeah, I do like that. Like She like apologizes to them. It's like cute. I'm sorry I bothered you. And they're still kind of like, ah! <laughs> What if what if it's not the same crows every time, but word gets around? Oh, that's a hundred percent how it works, anyway. So yeah, crows totally tell each other like, "Oh no, 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 fuck that human!" <laughs> Spread the word. <laughs> well, do we want to talk about? Um, I think there's two things I would not mind touching on: the okay. setting or the music. Let's do the setting. Okay. I wanted to know if you thought the town where Kiki settles in is more Italian or French? Okay, so the exact thing I wrote down Ah. super feels like France slash Italy. (laughs) Having been to both places, I would say more Italy, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, There's definitely a lot of French feeling. It could be like maybe a South French coast kind of thing where I haven't been. I've only done the Paris thing. But Italy, I got to be all over the place and I did get to see stuff on the water so it felt very much like that but i think the part where i felt it the most was in she was kind of wandering through the towns and you had a lot of narrow alleyways and stuff i was like holy shit yeah i I didn't see it as much there as i saw it in italy but there were definitely parts where they 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 both have this where you like walk by like a gate and there's like a house set back and there's like kind of like a a garden and it's just very quiet and you're just really special like does somebody live here I don't know, this looks like almost like a historical site. I'm just going to keep walking, but I'm going to peek. And it's just, it's really very evocative. And I didn't look up to see if this was something where, like, did they travel there to research and draw from real life? Mm -hmm. Like um, the whole thing with the 
was it a Welsh mining town inspiration? Yeah. yeah like, it, it, it felt like one could have done that. And I know Miyazaki has set other things in this kind of region and this kind of look before. And, or, no, no, he will again. Sorry, sorry. I'm speaking from present day, looking back. It's like Porco Rosso is going to be Italy mm. and um, Howl's Moving Castle, a little French. It's, it's like kind of all over the place. Okay. I love it. I love this kind of like vague... It's vaguely European. Yeah. That's that's all you need to know. Yeah. Is it's like it's it is European. But yeah. Did did you have a particular feeling that you were getting about either of those? I got mostly Italy, but a lot of the the architecture of like apartment buildings looked very uh French. Mm-hmm. And then they had a shop with lots of different kinds of bread, so that made me think of France again. Yeah, that's true. Or hell even Germany. <laughs> I was looking at the signs in the background. Yeah. I got so many different languages from that. Yeah, that's, I think, probably on purpose. Yeah. Again, I think it is just to sort of represent like this sort of general, this is Europe, doesn't really matter where, we just know it's Europe, it's not Japan. <laughs> it's it's somewhere with apparently English, because the radio that Kiki has uh-huh, switches to English. When she gets into the new town, yeah, but yeah. before that it's Japanese. So yeah. I think that could be representative of her being in a different place. Yep. And I like that very much. I, 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 I wonder, like, can she even understand it? <laughs> there is something else. Oh, there are even parts that made me think of San Francisco. Huh. Which, I mean, fittingly, because that also has European vibes to it. And what else did you want to talk about? Um, Other than the setting or part of the setting? Sorry. the Brain. Yeah. <laughs> That's not an answer. <laughs> <laughs> I said... Part of the setting or other than the setting? Other than the setting. Okay. Music. Ah, yes. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I absolutely loved the music, mm-hmm. but then we did a double feature and immediately followed this movie with The Little Mermaid, so I completely forgot oh. all the Kiki music. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, when you follow up... Yes. No. Kiki's Delivery Service. Uh, that was the other thing I remembered from the first time I watched this movie was like, I liked the soundtrack, or at least I liked the main theme. It's a very cute little theme. It's 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 uh, three, four times. So again, you get the kind of European feel yeah. from it. I don't know if it's like a little flute that sort of plays the main theme usually, I think. Yeah. Uh, oh, and you know what? That's also probably a reason why we get Italy vibes is because there's, there's sort of like a mandolin sort of like kind of thing going on. I I think I want to sit down and listen to the soundtrack. I would enjoy it. I recommend it. It's, again, more Joe Hisaishi because Yay. of course it is. <laughs> this is, it's 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 the match made in heaven. Miyazaki <laughs> and Hisaishi, they, 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 they do good things together mm-hmm. that they do. It's the magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely the main theme is excellent and other other nice music cues and stuff but that's mostly what i remember i think there was one point where i was kind of like you sound like you're cribbing off yourself <laughs> like you totally use something like this in lapida and now you're using it here and it's only a little bit tweaked hmm. and to be fair yeah a, a lot of stuff when when you know how a composer writes their music it's gonna start sounding kind of similar mm-hmm. like you're like ah oh, yeah. williams oh god <laughs> yes it's true love him but yes, you can definitely hear like, ah, you've influenced yourself, I hear. <laughs> Otherwise, I feel like that, 
I mean, I, I, I think that's it about for like my questions and the things I wanted to lead you in, <laughs> in terms of like the discussion. So do you have any other thoughts or something you didn't bring up before? Um, it's one of those movies where you know everything is going to work out for the main character, but the conflict, I think, was paced so well that I, a few times I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Uh, one of those times was when she made her entrance into the town. What an entrance. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Trying to make a good impression, <laughs> but... <laughs> Almost getting run over by a bus and a few cars. Yeah. Uh, caused a couple accidents there, I think. But it's the city, so people just stare and then they continue on their merry way. Yeah, that felt very New York. Yeah, yeah, it did. <laughs> and I noticed that um, Kiki was blushing and then Gigi was also blushing. Aww, it's adorable. Yeah. Another part where I was on the edge of my seat was uh, at the end, during the climax. Tombo has just had the ride of his life hanging <laughs> off the dirigible. And he's about to slip and fall because he's at the end of the rope. And yeah. Kiki's on that brand new broom yeah. that she can't wield. And she can't really get a solid uh, position in the air to reach out to him. Mm-hmm. So they, they have this a bunch of close calls where she almost reaches out to his hand. Yeah. And I flashed back to the movie Hook when when Hook has Peter's kids uh, trapped in in a oh, rope. And, and he's like, oh, if, as long as if you just you know fly to them, you can save them. But Peter has just to touch like, their hands. climb across the mast or whatever that was. And he struggles and he reaches out and oh, yeah. And it, I still am on the edge of my seat for that movie. So yeah. with I Kiki, like... I was like, yes, no, please, no, please, please. That's a, a sign of a well-crafted climax. Yeah. I I know I was I don't even know exactly at what point, but I definitely got teary-eyed during the climax. I think might have been that moment where like they're all chanting like "Don't give up," mm. and and they're just about to go, and then he slips, and then she goes and grabs him. Yeah, it's it's just like I was like, "Don't cry, don't cry, don't cry." And then the firemen with the trampoline show yeah. up. Then they show up, and we were like, "Where?" <laughs> they were just running across town. It's just taken a while, okay? Mm-hmm. They, they they just caught up, okay? <laughs> They're on foot. They can't they can't fly. <laughs> but then we don't find out what happens to the the pilot in the dirigible. <laughs> I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure they're fine. They're fine. They it just probably just slowly deflates and <laughs> then it just like drops them down to the ground safely. <laughs> Yay. Hmm. Nah, yeah, he was definitely in the, the most danger of being, like, dangling from the rope. They're, yeah. they're at least inside, like, the compartment. Fun fact, if you ever find yourself dangling on a rope, wind your leg around it twice. Ooh. And then press your other foot against your against oh. the rope. That'll stabilize you. Or wow. that'll, like, connect you to the rope and then just hold on with your elbows. Damn. I, I learned that in aerial classes in dance. Holy shit. <laughs> That's like Ariel 101, Ariel 100. Damn, okay. That's Thank you for that tidbit. That's really cool actually. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know that. If you if you ever happen to find yourself I hope not, but you know, now I have this knowledge. For for anybody out there, just using one hand is not good. No, ever. That, that's the stuff they do in movies when they don't actually know how to do things. <laughs> that's really cool. Any more thoughts or final thoughts or um, just overall just recommendation for the movie? Yeah. Well, I just want to talk about animation for a little <gasps> bit. Yes. Um, I just want to say how impressed I am with uh, just her flying in general. Oh, yeah. And the, the way 
it's animated whenever she's having some trouble. Mm-hmm. And I also love when she's first taking off in the broom at the very beginning and how her hair like oh, starts. Does the Miyazaki thing. Does the Miyazaki thing. <laughs> it's a great way to show her power and, yeah. and her dress is flapping around. And Yeah. No, there's like, this is definitely, um, like we've, we've had plenty of machines that people have flown around in before, whether they're planes or weird contraptions or gliders or whatever. That's usually what Miyazaki does. But this time it's just, just a girl it's on a broom. Just a girl on a broom. And then and still pulls it off. And that's got to be more dangerous because you're so exposed. Oh, yeah. I'm just more thinking in terms of the animation. And animation, too. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, how he still can draw it like that and yeah, have it be so believable and amazing. Yeah. It's fun to see how she adjusts her weight to the broom and vice versa. Yep. He is Tombo. Just like, wow, flying. <laughs> <laughs> um, before Kiki finds that that short broom to save Tombo, I mm-hmm. saw a guy holding a shovel and I thought, oh, is she going to take the shovel and play with that? <laughs> nope, it's got to be a broom. Yeah. No, no. There's there's definitely lots of good little moments of animation in this. Mm-hmm. And it's Miyazaki. We, we know this. We expect this now. I do wonder which next, what, which Miyazaki film is next, but we'll find out another time, I guess. I know Unless... it's Ghibli film is next, but I'm not sure if it's Miyazaki. So okay, our, we'll our audience that. will just have to come back. Yeah, and so will I, apparently. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, you, boy. You have to. Oh, yeah, shit, I have to do this. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a delight, especially when we get to watch films like Kiki's Delivery Service, which I, I do very much enjoy. I do, too. I, I love it. Yeah. You, you know, even when you don't see it. everybody watch this doesn't matter who you are yeah no i I think it's good for um multiple ages as well Mm -hmm. and uh, apparently it's fine to see you know as late as at least your 30s for having never seen it and still really thoroughly enjoying it i I think a bunch of little old ladies would like it too oh yeah (laughs) they they can relate to the old ladies with their their pies (laughs) (sighs) Fantastic. Oh, the part where the old lady bakes her a cake. Yeah, she's the delivering this. Yep. <laughs> I think we can end this because I'm very distracted by your cat right I know, here. he's just sitting here. He's been just sitting here staring up at me. What do you want, what sir? What do you want? Do you, do you want a lap? I mean, you can come up here. No one's saying you can't. Okay. He doesn't know what he wants. <sighs> cats. 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 He's not a void. He's a derp. Yeah, oh my god, look at that derpy face. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I think it's already pretty clear. We've already basically said what our next film is, but we might as well make it official. What is our next episode going to be? The Little Mermaid? In fucking deed it is. <laughs> so excited <laughs> to talk about that one, of course. Uh, and so, yeah, we will see you guys next time. Bye now. Goodbye. I know it's pumpkin season, lady, but please, yeah. no. Don't, don't add fish to that. What are you thinking? I mean, <laughs> Tra- I'm sure you put a lot of love into it. Trader Joe's is writing things down. No! <laughs> don't do it.